0: That's it. Monday Night Raw is in the books officially. I'm going to be running down everything that took place on this show. I'm also going to be talking about as the podcast turns end. I'm going to be talking about how I would personally fix Monday Night Raw because it's obviously clear. It needs all the help that it can get. This show is so boring. It's three hours that I'm wasting my time. I didn't even watch the whole show. I watched an hour and I turned it off. And the rest of it, I went on YouTube and watched some of the clips in regards to what happened on the rest of the show. I did watch what happened in the main event, though. But I'm going to be talking about everything that happened in the main event and happened on the show. And I'm going to be running down how I would fix Monday Night Raw from a creative standpoint. Because it needs all the help that it can honestly get. And social media is saying the same exact thing. WWE should be ashamed of themselves for running a show titled Monday Night Raw. What a disgrace, what an embarrassment to the wrestling business on a consistent basis, man. All this coming up next on the wrestling takeover podcast. Hey yo, Edgar, let's go. Welcome to... You're listening to the Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner. Who's always gonna keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. 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 You guys. Oh my God. Monday Night Raw is absolutely... At the bottom of the barrel. It's that bad. I feel like I'm wasting my time. Watching a three hour Monday Night Raw on a consistent basis. I'm at a point now where I don't even watch the whole show. I watch a little bit and then I get sleepy. That's not me. That's my body telling me I need to go to sleep. Or I genuinely get bored and I change the channel. I'm actually awake. I didn't fall asleep. I actually got bored and I changed the channel. I'm watching Everybody Loves Raymond. I'd rather watch that than watch Monday Night Raw. But I had to do a podcast, so I'm up here right now as Everybody Loves Raymond is coming on. I'm more into this than watch Raw for three hours. If three hours was down to two, I still probably would have had the same mentality that i'm gonna be coming up here and i'm just gonna be reviewing raw and ending this shit and going to fuck the bed raw does not deserve any praise so if you guys are getting praise to monday night raw you need to cut that shit out this show sucks this show's terrible from a creative standpoint you can tell that the people in charge of wwe monday night raw don't give a fuck about this show it's prevalent in what we've seen tonight. We've seen worthless matches. We had a match with Triple H and Randy Orton in the main event. Wasn't really even a match. It was just a street fight sorts. An unsanction of sorts. It didn't even do anything. Matt Riddle, listen. Matt Riddle, if he signed that contract after tonight, I feel bad for him. And he shouldn't have done that. We all know he probably did sign that contract because money talks. Let's keep it a buck. Money talks, and if you had money that WWE has thrown in your face, you probably would sign. Right? Let's be real. Now, if Matt Riddle signed, God bless him. You know what I mean? I want what's best for him. But from a creative standpoint, he's a fucking dummy for re-signing with the WWE. Did you not see what they did with him? And Bobby Lashley tonight. Bobby Lashley made Matt Riddle look like a fucking jobber. A loser. That's what Matt Riddle is. I remember Matt Riddle when he was in NXT. This guy was a fucking beast. The bro was actually the bro in NXT. On Monday Night Raw, he's a fucking hoe. He ain't a bro. He's a hoe. He's a loser. And that was evident with what we've seen on Monday Night Raw tonight. We've seen Elias versus Jeff Hardy again. Again, bro. We got to see that match again. We've seen it already. This feud should have been over months ago. But we've seen it again because WWE creatively is bankrupt. They don't have any creativity. All they want is to go right into the Royal Rumble. And this is what pisses me off about the fucking WWE, man. They have a big pay-per-view and they're so Just is to that pay-per-view that they don't give a fuck about the build towards that pay-per-view. That mentality has got to change. And this formula of fucking opening Monday Night Raw with a promo needs to stop. Open with a backstage segment. Open the show with a fight backstage. Or actually open with a match. Stop opening the show with a promo, man. Triple H came out as that kicked off the show with Randy Orton. I'm not even going to really be talking about what happened because it was just some back and forth banter between two legends. Triple H calling Randy Orton not a legend is stupid. We all know Randy Orton's a fucking legend. All Randy Orton wanted from Triple H was putting him in the WWE championship and making him the champion. And if Triple H didn't do that, Randy Orton just wanted to fight against Triple H. Triple H said no. He didn't want that because he's the, you know what I mean? He's the boss, and he has more important things to do than face Randy Orton. Randy Orton wasn't going to take no for an answer. Triple H later agreed, and we've seen that in the main event, as I'm going to talk about that, as the review rolls on. Overall, guys, this show was so pointless. WWE creatively needs a lot of help, and I'm willing to help them. I'm one of the most creative people in the fucking community. I be popping ideas left and right, bro. Left and right. It doesn't take me that long to come up with ideas, man. I'm going to forever pitch ideas to the WWE. It don't matter. You know what I mean? But they need help. Creatively. Because this show sucks. And it opened with Triple H and Randy Orton. They came out. They cut a promo on each other. Back and forth banter. That's all this was, man. I wrote it down, but I'm not really going to talk about it. You know, Randy Orton, I'm not going to talk about it specifically by... Note by note, I'm just going to be talking about some of the little highlights. Randy Orton mentioning Ric Flair, Mark Henry, Shawn Michaels, and disrespecting them. You know what I mean? And Triple H was talking about how Randy Orton disrespecting those legends was so just, it was rude. It was uncalled for. No shit. Randy Orton didn't give a fuck. Randy Orton had to smirk on his face like, yeah, I don't care. I'm Randy Orton. This is what I do. And that is exactly what Randy Orton does. Randy Orton doesn't care. Randy Orton will hurt your feelings, and he doesn't mind hurting your feelings. Triple H got offended by Randy Orton disrespecting the legends. And then when Triple H called Randy Orton not a legend, like that was some stupid shit. I don't know who put that line in Triple H's promo, but that was stupid. We all know Randy Orton is a legend. And all this was just to hype up the main event. This is all it was. I hate that shit. I hate when the WWE opens up with a promo and it pretty much sets up the main event. Like, it's boring. It's just same old formula from the WWE. I wrote it down, but I'm not really going to talk about it. This promo didn't do nothing. It was just two legends just talking. That's all this was. This wasn't anything special at all. We've seen in the opening match, as the first match kicked off Monday Night Raw, we've seen... Charlotte Flair versus Lacey Evans. Ladies and gentlemen, your precious Charlotte Flair. This match was fucking slow. I mean, this match was slower than a freaking snail. Lacey Evans is fucking slow. It looked like they were literally preempting the match in terms of, okay, do a spot here. Do a spot there. Okay, let's go to the next spot. Do this and do a that. That's what it felt like to me. I'm scratching my head watching it like, what the fuck's going on? When Sasha Banks wrestles, it's quick. It's quick with it. Io Shirai, it's quick with it. Asuka, it's quick with it. What Charlotte Flair matches, I feel like this shit is slow. It's like slow and methodical. It's like she's not ringing the Orton in the ring. She's not stepping on the fingers and the legs and the arms of Lacey Evans. She's not Randy Orton. She's not doing that. But her momentum when she wrestles is just slow. And it's boring. And I turned it off. I seen who won because I turned it back on. Charlotte Flair lost. Lacey Evans defeated Charlotte Flair. And as she was pinning Charlotte Flair... Ric Flair got involved. Ric Flair grabbed the legs from underneath Charlotte Flair so she couldn't grab the rope with her legs and Lacey Evans won via the help of Ric Flair. I have a question. Where is this going, WWE? What what is this storyline with Ric Flair and Lacey Evans? You gotta have an end game with this. But it's an end game that I don't give a fuck about. I don't care about this. What, Lacey Evans is going to be revealed as the daughter of Ric Flair? Come on, bro. We know who the daughter of Ric Flair is. Give me a break. If it's not that, then what is it? Let's keep it a buck. Look, what is it? I'm creative. I don't even know what the hell this is. I don't know, man. WWE has no direction in the women's division. and The other women's match that I'm going to be talking about later on is pretty evident of that. The women's division needs a lot of help. They need Ronda Rousey. They need Becky Lynch. Rhea Ripley is rumored to be heading up to the main roster. She needs to go to Monday Night Raw. They need to give Mickey James a shot. Mickey James needs to get pushed. They need a lot of depth in the women's division. And they need it real, real quick. Because this division is fucking awful. Lacey Evans, Charlotte Flair. I don't want to see them two in the ring again. They have no chemistry. The match was just slow. Speaking of another match that was slow, Jeff Hardy versus Elias. Jeff Hardy defeated Elias via a swanton bomb. You guys, I love Jeff. I don't know why he came to the WWE and returned. He should have went with his brother to AEW. They have treated Jeff Hardy like a piece of trash. Jeff Hardy doesn't deserve that. You know that and I know that. WWE is doing the same thing with Jeff Hardy and Elias. The same rinse and repeat. This is what this company does. They do the same stuff. And it just shows that these guys are not creative, man. And it pisses me off. Because I know the WWE can be creative. They're on autopilot right now. How the fuck are you on autopilot when the Royal Rumble's coming up? Oh yeah, that's right. They're building the Royal Rumble... Around the Royal Rumble. That's what they're heading into. They don't care about Raw and SmackDown. It's pretty evident of what the car is gonna look like outside of the two Rumble matches. Bullshit. This is the Royal Rumble. Speaking of the Royal Rumble, these wrestlers are just popping up with fucking names. Why are they just saying, Oh yeah, I'm gonna be in the Rumble? Oh I'm gonna be in the Rumble. Oh, I'm gonna be in the Rumble. what the fuck is that what happened to getting your chance to be in the rumble why is everybody fucking just saying i'm gonna be in the rumble what happened to the gold the golden spinner thumbler what happened to that where the wrestlers have their number in a little little uh circle thing they put their hand in there they pick a number we don't see it but they but we see the reaction to it like that come on dog why couldn't you bring that back wwe i swear to god these guys are not creative they really are not creative dude they're really not you could have brought that back you could have made it just very interesting that could be a that could be a gimmick that could be very very cool To see the reactions of the superstars when they pick a specific number? Come on, dog, This is ridiculous. Wrestlers, oh, I'm going to be in the Rumble. I'm going to be in the Rumble. It's like, come on, man. Nobody cares about that. Get an opportunity to be in the Rumble. And by the way, speaking of the Rumble, I don't want to see no fucking tag teams in the goddamn Royal Rumble. You need to deserve to be in the Rumble. Seeing tag teams... In the Rumble, it's like, bro, what is that? Seeing champions that lost their title or the challenger that was in a title match lost and didn't win the title, but he's in the Rumble? You had your opportunity. You were fucking in a title match, and you lost. But you're in the Rumble? You get another chance? Fuck that. That's some bullshit. That doesn't need to happen. But it will continue to happen because this is WWE. They don't know any better. I said my piece on that. That was kind of a rant. And I'm just going to continue on with this awful episode of Monday Night Raw. The third match we've seen was Sheamus and Keith Lee as they were in a tag team. And they faced off against Miz and John Morrison. Sheamus and Keith Lee defeated John Morrison and The Miz with Sheamus landing a broad kick to John Morrison. Yeah, Miz didn't get pinned. Oh yeah, Miz... Is Mr. Money in the Bank. He shouldn't be pinned. So we're going to give it to John Morrison. John Morrison, I know you're not listening to the podcast. You probably don't give a fuck about what I or anybody else thinks of you. I love you. I'm a big fan of yours. I watched you in Lucha Underground. I watched you in Impact Wrestling. I watched you when you were in WWE with Eminem in 2006. I remember when you were in an IC title feud with Jeff Hardy, Rob Van Dam, so on and so forth. A a feud with Carlito. You were extraordinary in the mid card around 2006, 2007 ish. Now you're fucking loot. Excuse me, you're a loser. You're a loser. You're with the Miz. Miz is a fucking loser. And people are going to be like, oh, he's Mr. Money in the Bank. Listen, he's a loser. Miz is always a loser because he's booked like a loser. So if you're booked like a loser, my mentality as a fan, I'm going to look at you and be like, okay, you're not being booked strong. You're kind of being booked weak. So in my eyes, you're a fucking loser. Fact. Deal with it. John Morrison and the Miz are fucking losers. John Morrison needs to get away from the Miz, and we need to see the Lucha Underground impact wrestling John Morrison. And The Miz needs to be booked as a serious fucking threat. Not a loser. WWE's capable of booking these two to be serious. But WWE just love their comedy, man. They love it. They thrive on the fucking comedy. We can see comedy in wrestling. But it needs to be rare. Not be on a consistent basis week after week after week with the comedy stuff. I want my wrestling to be serious. I don't mind comedy. You only bring comedy when it calls for it. Other than that, it needs to be serious, and it needs to have a sports-like feel. Nah, man, but we're going to do more comedy and less seriousness and no sports-like feel. WWE, you need to get it together, dog. You really do. That match didn't do nothing for me, by the way. I was just watching it and like, okay, it is what it is. I shouldn't be having that as a fan. I shouldn't be watching a match like, oh yeah, who cares? That shouldn't be my mentality, man. I should be watching a match and be invested in every single segment of every single match that we see on Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, Impact Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, no matter what wrestling show I'm watching. I need to be invested in every single match. We rarely at all get that with WWE now. And that needs to change immediately. Another match that I just didn't give a fuck about. This was a theme of Raw tonight. Majority of these matches I didn't give a shit about. I didn't care. How can I care about these matches? If WWE doesn't... You guys need to understand something. If the WWE doesn't care... About these matches. Why should I, as a fan, care? I shouldn't. I'm not writing these shows. WWE's writing these shows. So, whatever I'm seeing, I'm either going to care or I'm not going to care. There's one thing on Raw that I genuinely care about. And they're not even in a wrestling match, they're a fucking storyline. <sighs> Oh, my God, bro. I I don't even know, dude. Listen, the fourth match was T-Bar versus Xavier Woods. I don't give a shit. T-Bar defeated Xavier Woods via a burning hammer knee strike. That's a nice move by Dominic Dijakovic. Not fucking T-Bar. By the way, these tag team... Divisions got to be merged, man. You got to merge the tag team divisions on both Raw and SmackDown. You got to merge the women's divisions on both Raw and SmackDown. If you merge them, you will have plenty of opportunities for more women to shine and more tag teams to shine. I'm telling you, dog. I'm telling you, I know I'm right about that. Everybody in the wrestling community has been saying, Merge the tag team division, merge the women's divisions. It will give more women and more tag teams an opportunity to shine. Instead of seeing one on ones with tag teams, nobody wants to see a one on one with a tag team. That is just throw together. I don't want to see throw together. I want to see matches that make sense. I want to be invested in every match I'm watching. And I I just don't get that with the WWE. And you guys know I'm right about that. We just don't get that as an audience. And it's incredibly frustrating. And I see it all over social media. Every time I'm watching Raw, I go to social media. All I see is majority of the people in the community are complaining. There's maybe one or two things that the vast majority of the IWC are praising. Other than that. It's all negative. You guys got to be honest and just truthful with what you're watching, man. Stop dancing around the answer. Stop dancing around the topic, man. You got to give it to the people straight. Stop with the fucking following shit. Be a leader. Don't be a follower, bro. That's the motto, man. Be a leader. Don't be a follower, man. It's okay to be in the minority with opinions sometimes. When it comes to talking wrestling, it's okay. I love to be in the minority. I love to have a different opinion than other fans. Because guess what? I'm a leader. I bring that leader mentality. I don't bring that follow mentality. T-Bar defeated Xavier Woods via a burning hammer knee strike. It is what it is. It happened. We've seen it. It is what it is. Nothing really else to talk about, honestly. Now, match number five. Bobby Lashley. (laughs) Bobby Lashley versus Matt Riddle. (laughs) Oh, my God, dog. What an embarrassment is Matt Riddle? How do you go from the highest of highs in NXT to the lowest of lows? Just a disgrace, man. Matt Riddle, listen, listen, doc. If you resigned, God bless you. I hope you didn't. You probably did because you can't turn down that type of bread, that type of money that the WWE was offering you. And it is what it is, man. But I'm letting you know, you got fucking squashed against Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley made you look like a bitch in this match. He threw you around like a piece of trash. And you like that shit? You want to be thrown around like that? You want to be jobbed out like that? Because let's be honest, dog. You were jobbed out. I love Bobby Lashley. I love the Hurt Business. Hurt Business, outside of the Fiend, Alexa Bliss, and Randy Orton, is one of the best things on Monday Night Raw. But I got to ask this question. What's the direction of the Hurt Business? Where is the Hurt Business going? They can't keep jobbing people out all the time we got to see a storyline. we got to see a direction with the Hurt Business. Right now, I'm not really seeing that. So I'm kind of concerned. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of concerned to where the WWE is going with Bobby Lashley, Cedric Alexander, Shelton Benjamin, and their manager, MVP. MVP, keep doing your thing, dog. Keep doing your thing, brother, because you're killing it right now in this role. Match number six. Another filler. How do you fucking put AJ Styles in a filler match? This is AJ fucking Styles, bro. One of the best wrestlers on the planet, and you put him in a filler match with Drew Gulak. Who won? Give me a fucking break, dog. Of course, AJ Styles won. AJ Styles pinned Drew Gulak with the phenomenal forearm. One, two, three, match is over. WWE, you should be ashamed of yourself. You really, really should. You have booked AJ Styles so directionless, it's not even funny. And I'm not laughing. I'm pissed. You do not treat someone of a caliber of AJ Styles like hot garbage. This guy has no direction. And this is where I'm going to put my crown on right now. I'm about to pitch you an idea. Will you do it? You won't do it. You won't do it, but you need to hear this. AJ Styles has no opponent for WrestleMania. He has no opponent. He brought up two opponents he would love to face. Edge or Triple H. We've seen Triple H wrestle tonight. Not really, but we kind of did. He faced Randy Orton in the main event, which I'm going to talk about in a second. AJ Styles deserves better. You guys know it, and I know it. Why can't AJ Styles face an edge at WrestleMania? Why can't he face a Triple H at WrestleMania? Two opponents that AJ Styles would love to face before he retires. Speaking of retirement... I believe Triple H is probably going to have a match at WrestleMania, guys. I believe he's going to have a match. And I believe tonight was a trial error for the game. To see if he has the ability and the stamina and the cardio to have an actual wrestling match. And I'm talking about an actual bout-to-bout, bell-to-bell match. This was easily a test run. No cap. This was easily a test run. Triple H versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania? Sign me the fuck up, dog. Sign me up. I would love to see Triple H versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania 37. And I know you guys would love to see it too. If Bill Goldberg's going to wrestle at WrestleMania, why can't Triple H? Why can't Triple H? I won't be shocked if John Cena wrestles at WrestleMania. So if. Bill Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, and John Cena wrestle at WrestleMania. Why can't Triple H? Give me Randy Orton versus Edge. You can do that. Squash that at WrestleMania. Give me Drew McIntyre versus John Cena at WrestleMania. How about that? How about that match for the WWE Championship? What about AJ Styles? Why don't you give me Triple H? Versus AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, versus the King of Kings, the Cerebral Assassin, the Game, Triple H, book it, do it. Those are WrestleMania caliber matches, right there. You got to give AJ Styles something, man. You cannot disrespect one of the best wrestlers in this generation outside of Shawn Michaels. Nothing at WrestleMania. You got to start somewhere with AJ Styles. Have AJ Styles come out in interviews and kind of tease about with Triple H. Have him kind of disrespect Triple H a little bit. And then have that promo with Triple H and AJ Styles as WrestleMania takes shape. Have Triple H in the Rumble. Have AJ Styles have a stare down with Triple H. Have AJ Styles eliminate Triple H or vice versa. You have Triple H eliminate AJ Styles. AJ Styles takes that as disrespect. He starts trashing Triple H on social media, all this other shit, woo, 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 and we get a feud between Triple H and AJ Styles. It's not that hard. It's not that hard, dog. I gave it to you on a silver platter. Use it. Use it. The wrestling takeover gave you an idea of it. Man, Triple H versus AJ Styles. I gave you the storyline for WrestleMania 37. Book it. It's easy. That's the only match I can see with AJ Styles. Edge, I see being involved with Randy Orton. Bill Goldberg, fuck Bill Goldberg. Fuck Bill Goldberg. Fuck him. Yes, fuck Bill Goldberg. I don't give a fuck if you're a fan of Bill Goldberg. I don't care. Bill Goldberg is facing Drew McIntyre at the Rumble. Fuck Bill Goldberg. You know why I say fuck Bill Goldberg. I'm not going to explain it again. Now, outside of AJ Styles versus Drew Gulak, we've seen... Oh my God. We've seen Sheamus versus Keith Lee. They actually had a one-on-one match. Keith Lee won. Keith Lee beat Sheamus via a spirit bomb. Who gives a shit? Keith Lee doesn't feel the same. You know it. I know it. He doesn't have that NXT vibe to him anymore. Sheamus has been so up and down. He's been a beast. And then he hasn't been a beast. And then he went back to being a beast again. And then now he's just Sheamus. That's it. Why didn't you want to build Sheamus and fucking Drew McIntyre for the Rumble? And for the fucking rumor out there that said Vince McMahon doesn't see any credible opponent for fucking Drew McIntyre. Fuck off, Vince. You could have done Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. Or you could have done another Keith Lee-Drew McIntyre match. Not fucking Bill Goldberg. I'm I'm telling you, dog. I'm telling you. If we see... I'm so terrified. I'm so terrified. And I'm happy I have a platform now. Because I could definitely speak my mind on this. If Bill Goldberg beats Drew McIntyre... This rant is going to be tremendous... And I'm going to love it. I'm going to crave it. Drew McIntyre needs to beat Bill Goldberg at the Roar Bowl. Period. Fuck Bill Goldberg. Now, we've seen Shayna Baszler match number seven and Nia Jax versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Who fucking cares? I love Mandy Rose. They have done Mandy Rose absolutely dirty on Monday Night Raw. Dana Brooke. Listen, I'm not going to really shit on Dana Brooke. I'm not a big fan of Dana Brooke. I love that she's being used. That I could appreciate. But she doesn't do anything for me either. Shayna Baszler sucks. Shayna Baszler sucks. Shayna Baszler sucks. I miss NXT Shayna Baszler. You miss NXT Shayna Baszler. I miss NXT Shayna Baszler. We all fucking miss NXT Shayna Baszler. Nia Jax needs to go back to NXT, back to developmental. And she needs to get better in the ring. She sucks in the ring, does Nia Jax. She's boring. Her moveset's awful. She needs to go back to NXT. They need to get rid of this tag team immediately. Have Shayna Baszler beat Shayna Baszler from NXT on Monday Night Raw. How hard is that? That shouldn't be that hard. I'm tired of this tag team. Why are they still a tag team? Oh, that's right. You have no tag teams. Get rid of the fucking women's tag team championships. And please introduce... A intercontinental mid-card women's championship. I said that already. You need to bring in a mid-card women's championship. Build up that title. You can have a Mandy Rhodes versus a Nia Jax for that title. You can have something credible. Build it up as something important. If you win that title, you are automatically going to challenge for one of the two Major world championships for the women. Have the IC Women's Championship float between SmackDown and Raw. SmackDown and Raw. Listen. I'm creative, okay? I've been saying that for the longest time. With this mid-card championship. You got to get rid of the women's tag team championships. There's no tag teams. You don't give a damn about tag team wrestling. That goes for the men as well too. You don't care about tag team wrestling, so just get rid of the fucking titles. If you don't care about tag team wrestling for the women, why do you have the championships? Get rid of them. Vince McMahon doesn't need to explain to anybody what the decisions he makes. He's the boss. He's the king. Get rid of the fucking titles. Those titles are worthless. Those titles are all hype. That's all they are. They're all hype. Period. We've seen Randy Orton in the main event with Triple H. Listen, this was obviously used for something. Okay? We've seen Randy Orton. He got attacked by Triple H. The match continued. Triple H went underneath the ring and grabbed a sledgehammer. It wasn't just no regular sledgehammer. He grabbed a burning sledgehammer. He looked up at it, and the lights went out. Triple H was gone. In the middle of the ring was Alexa Bliss. Baby Bliss. One of the best things on Monday Night Raw, Alexa Bliss. Speaking of fire, Alexa Bliss threw a fireball at Randy Orton. But before that happened, we seen some sort of shadow commentary was saying, Oh, the Fiend's back. The Fiend is teasing Randy Orton once again. Randy Orton following the shadow. I don't know what that was. Maybe it was a tease for the Fiend. All I know is Alexa Bliss did some fucking Goku- Vegeta stuff on Randy Orton threw the fireball at Randy Orton's face and I find it hilarious. I find it funny man after that segment was over Impact Wrestling tweeted out and I swear they did. Go follow them on Twitter at Impact Access TV. I almost forgot the, the hashtag or whatever but go follow them because they tweeted out oh we did this first something like that where we seen Uh, James Storm get fireballed by somebody in Impact. So, it is what it is. That happened. That was the main event. That ended Monday Night Raw as Randy went was squirming around in the middle of the ring. As Lexa Bliss was laughing hysterically. As Monday Night Raw ended. Now, I want to talk about Monday Night Raw and how I will fix Monday Night Raw. And I'll talk about that coming up next. Monday Night Raw The show sucks Three hours is too long You know it and I know it We see the same formula each and every week We kick it off with a promo That promo leads to either the opening contest Or that bleeds into the main event The same formula for Monday Night Raw It needs to change I am at a point now where Monday Night Raw completely From the logo To the formula of the show the theme song even though the theme song is nice man i love the theme song nf shout out to nf man you the goat you a beast either way the show needs a complete overhaul vince mcmahon needs to get the fuck out of creative vince mcmahon needs to leave the creative you need to give it to somebody else now i'm calm down now i'm gonna actually just talk like a human being okay For the rest of this podcast, I hope you guys are currently enjoying the Wrestling Takeover podcast, and I hope you guys are enjoying the Monday Night Raw review. As this is part two of the podcast where I talk about Monday Night Raw and how I would kind of fix it just a little bit, and I would put my spin on things. Now, Vince McMahon needs to go from a creative role. He needs to leave. You know it, and I know it. His creativity is awful. Bruce Pritchard needs to leave. I wouldn't fire him. I would just X him out of the position of creative. He talks about how he's tired. Okay, if you're tired, give it to somebody else. You're booking SmackDown. You don't need to book Monday Night Raw. Give Monday Night Raw to Triple H. You and Paul Heyman book SmackDown, even though Heyman doesn't fuck with you. I don't fuck with you either. You're not really cool right now, Bruce Pritchard. Talking about how fans are fickled. Fans don't know what they want. The fans aren't smart. Hey, motherfucker, are we smart? I'm smart. I'm the king of creativity, something you're not. Because if you were the king of creativity, the ratings would show. The ratings say otherwise. So you're not a king. You need better ideas. That's what you need. You need better ideas. You can't keep getting it from Vince McMahon. How about you have the writers that you have and you listen to the ideas that they give you and you go from there. How about you use the ideas that some of the writers come up with? Because I'm I'm telling you, I would say this right directly to anybody's face. I guarantee... Majority of the ideas that the creative team come up with are actually good. I really believe that. And I also believe some of the ideas that I and others in the community that came, up, that came up with, I guarantee you the creative team came up with them as well. It's okay to take ideas from me and from other podcasters in the community and from the IWC. It's okay, it's all good. Because half of our ideas that we come up with are brilliant. Your ideas, Vince and Bruce, are awful. And the ratings prove that. I'm tired of watching Monday Night Raw go in the dumps. Go back to two hours. Change the entire formula of Monday Night Raw. How about you kick off with a match? How about you kick off with a backstage fight or a backstage promo? Just be Different. The Raw logo needs to be completely altered. That Raw logo looks awful. It needs to change. The theme song can be kept. The intro needs to be completely changed. Why don't you hype up what you're going to see on Monday Night Raw with a video package. Like you used to do back in the old days. In the golden days of WWE. That needs to come back. How about you give your wrestlers freedom on the microphone? Stop scripting your wrestlers. How about you give them freedom inside the ring? How about you got the creative team, you trust the creative team, but you also trust your wrestlers to come up with ideas. I know all the wrestlers don't come up with good ideas. I know that for a fact. But trust your wrestlers. Just Monday Night Raw needs a complete overhaul, man. And it starts with two hours. That would be the immediate... That would be the only thing that if I have to pick one thing that I would fix right away, it would go back to two hours. I'm telling you the show would be completely different when it goes back to two hours. I'm telling you that for a fact if it went back to two hours. The show would feel so different. It really, really would. Three hours is just too long. Now, overall, on Monday Night Raw tonight, it sucked. It <laughs> sucked. What the hell? All that negative that I was talking, the only positive on the show was the main event and what happened with Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton. That was the only good thing on Monday Night Raw tonight. That's it. One positive out of 16 segments does not make Monday Night Raw a good show. It doesn't. Monday Night Raw has a lot of plot holes that it needs to be altered. And you leave a lot of plot holes WWE on Monday Night Raw. A lot of us are always scratching our heads this doesn't make sense. Why is she in a storyline? Why are they facing off? Like this Charlotte Flair shit. So you're telling me Lacey Evans and Ric Flair are family? Like that doesn't make any sense. We know Charlotte Flair is is the daughter of Ric Flair. We know that. Why are you thinking that Lacey Evans can be the daughter of Ric Flair. Her last name's not Flair. Her last name is Evans. This is the type of shit that pisses me off. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. WWE really needs to do a lot of just thinking and planning. Long-term storytelling. Stop planning for the short term. I don't mind you doing the short term for right now, but don't do the short term on a consistent basis. People are watching Raw at this point on YouTube on the highlights. They are not watching Monday Night Raw from start to finish, from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Or from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. It doesn't matter what time you guys watch it. You guys are not watching the whole show. I guarantee you that. Things need to change. And I'm always going to continue to be on here. And I'm going to continue to speak fact. I'm going to drop creative facts on you guys. That's what I'm going to continue to do. I'm a leader. I'm not a follower. Remember that. This is the wrestling creative king. I love talking pro wrestling on here. I love talking WWE. I'm passionate about the WWE product. Yeah, I am going to be yelling... That's because I'm passionate and I want the WWE to get better. You want the WWE to get better. We all want the WWE to get better. And right now, they are struggling mightily from a creative standpoint. And things just desperately need to change for the better, man. I want to see the ratings go up to a three and stay at a three on a consistent basis. It's up to the WWE to want to get better. It's not up to me. I'm not writing the show. You're not writing the shows. If we were writing the shows, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, the ratings would be up on a three. I'm not joking. I'm dead ass. The ratings would be up near a three. And they would go even higher and higher and higher. Because I'm creative and WWE's not. You guys are creative listening to the podcast and WWE's not. We know as a fan base what needs to be done. We all have different opinions. We all have different ideas. But at the end of the day, our ideas are better than what the WWE is doing right now. And that is absolute 100% truth. It's truth. I love the wrestlers. I respect every wrestler that has been sacrificing their lives to entertain me. My frustration is not with you guys. I love you guys. My frustration is not with y'all. It's with Vince McMahon, Bruce Prichard, In the creative process. Creative writers out there that are working for the WWE. I want to eventually work there as a creative writer. Because I know my ideas would ultimately help the WWE. I am not upset with you guys. I'm upset with Vince McMahon and Bruce Prichard. I hope you guys understand that. I hope the wrestlers understand that. And I hope the writers understand that. I know that the pressure that is on you guys. I know the pressure is on you guys writers. I know it is. And I feel sorry for you guys. But you guys got to band together. You guys got to fight against establishment. Fight against Vince McMahon. Because something needs to be done. But that's all I got. This is your Monday Night Raw review. Right here on the Wrestling Takeover Podcast. Make sure you guys follow me on social media. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on my personal IG page. Follow the podcast on IG. And you guys can find those at the Wrestling Takeover slash podcast on IG at JT Creative one dash on IG. And follow your boy on Twitter at T C 918 And that's about it. That's the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. This is The Creative King, and I'm out. Have a good night. 17 shots, no 38. Yeah, I got the Glock in my body Seventeen shots, on no thirty Yeah, she's fine wonder will she be mine Walk past, I press rewind See that as one more time And I got this soul